1: Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Thursday, March 16, 2023. It's about 1 o'clock in the afternoon here on the East Coast of the United States. Our guest today is Sergeant Major Mike Vining. Sergeant Mike uh, has a 31-year career in the United States Army going all the way back to the Vietnam War era. He is an expert on explosives. In fact, he's been described to us uh, by one of our regular uh, on-air personalities, Scott Ritter, as the country's foremost military authority on explosives. And we bring him on to talk about the explosion at the Nord Stream pipelines at the uh, bottom of the Baltic Sea. Sergeant Mike, it's a pleasure. Welcome to the show, my friend.
0: Well, thanks. thanks for inviting me.
1: So the Nord Stream Pipeline uh, explosion, uh, which uh, Cy Hirsch has opined in a uh, 19-page investigative report, was perpetrated by the U.S. Army and the CIA, uh, which the United States government officially uh, denies, which President Putin says could only have been perpetrated by the U.S., and which Danish, Danish, and Swedish authorities say could only have been pulled off by a government. Um, could this have been pulled off by a renegade group, or is it of such a magnitude that only a government could have amassed the the manpower and the material necessary to do this?
0: Well, yeah, that's a good question. Um, The amount of explosives that I have heard that was used, you know, I've heard of something like uh, 2,000 kilograms of explosives that were possibly used, military grade explosives, how, you know, access to that amount of explosives, uh, if that's a true statement, um, you know, it's hard to get, you know, uh, unless you, yeah, theft from say you know from mining uh you know i i just don't know if uh so
1: is this it is this well. the type of is this the type of uh work uh that navy seals would do uh swim to the bottom of the ocean and pack at the orders of the president of course pack a uh a pipeline with this kind of uh explosive devices and then detonate it three months later does the u.s government do these things
0: well uh as far as do they do this uh i do i don't have any knowledge that they do this uh but do they have the tools and techniques to do something like this oh yeah you know no doubt that we have the tools and techniques uh but would we practice this uh i don't no there's different ways of tackling uh the pipeline um there's different ways of tackling it with explosives depending on what your objective is you know you, you we we have charges under that we can use underwater and we can cut pipe underwater with shape charges um And we can use shape charges, whether they be linear or point shape charges, and we can set up a series of shape charges that will be detonated sequentially by concussion. So we can make multiple perforations. There's just so much, you know, ways that we can tackle a problem.
1: What, what is a, what is a shape charge, Sarge?
0: Well, shape charges uh, was uh, is a directional war. It was first, it's called the Moreau effect. It was first, uh, you know, discovered during the Civil War time period. It was gained any really used until World War One. You know, in Germany in World War One, created shape charges that took out some of the fortifications uh, in the French defense in world war one and using in shape charges so it is a a cone or a a linear liner that's inverted and explosives detonate and this cone causes the directional force for the for the explosive waves to mock stem to gather together and the liner Adds to it, and if you use copper as a liner, it becomes a molten, hot molten fragment, and it cuts through. And we have all kinds of shape charges. We shape charges that are lead shape charges, copper, aluminum. And, and do
1: these things? Do these things work underwater?
0: Oh yes. The only thing you got to do is you got to have a void. It has to. The shape charge has to focus its its cutting. Power it's like a torch, and needs a an air gap, a void to form. If there's water in the air gap, then it won't. But yes, we have on underwater shaped charges that we use okay. underwater.
1: Reuters recently uh, came out uh, with the latest information on this, which shows some films that uh, have rarely been seen. They were just made available the other day a lady with a british accent narrating it but i want you to take a look at this it's about a minute long
2: okay powerful explosions damaged the two Nord Stream gas pipelines that was according to danish police on tuesday they echoed earlier findings into leaks that erupted in the network swedish newspaper Expressen released video which it says is the first publicly available footage of damage to the system Filmed from a private drone it appeared to show a gaping rupture expressen said a 164-foot section was missing from one stretch of the Nord Stream 1 pipeline reuters could not independently verify that the images were of that pipeline swedish and danish authorities are investigating four holes in the nord stream 1 and 2 pipelines which link russia and western europe the leaks have become a flashpoint in the ukraine crisis World leaders have called the damages an act of sabotage, but it still remains unclear who might be behind the detonations.
1: Okay, uh, my friends, if you've just joined us, we're talking to Sergeant, Mike, Sergeant Major Mike Vining, uh, one of the military's foremost experts, retired, uh, on explosives. So, Sarge, the report is that a 164-foot-length Uh, portion of that pipeline was gone. What does that Mm -hmm. tell you about the amount of explosives that were used and the sophistication behind the plan to attack the pipeline?
0: Yeah, I heard the same thing, about 50-meter section being missing. Um, That just uh, tells me it's probably brute force. It wasn't surgical. And, you know, like I said, I I heard, you know, I read – that estimated explosive force was around 2,000 kilograms. Um, and so that's a large amount of explosives. It definitely wasn't surgical. Um, you know, how, if I was involved in the operation somehow, I would try to make it not so obvious as to how it was, you know, burst, the pipe was burst. Uh, for one thing, there's a lot of uh, unexploded ordnance uh, in the seabed in that region. One mm. of the things they did when they uh, laid the pipeline is they cleared both sides of the pipeline. I was I read up to 500 meters of any unexploded ordnance from you know World War II that was there. What I might have done if it was me. I would simply say, let's take a German, you know, you know, thousand kilogram bomb and place it next to World War II vintage German bomb, and place it next to the pipeline and set it off, and then there would be bomb fragments uh, from the the bomb, and so you can say, hmm, somehow a german bomb from world war ii got up against the pipeline and decided to explode you know how did it get there you know but uh, i would do something that wasn't so overt and to make it seem like it was some accident
1: is uh, there uh, is there um explosive material likely to have remained on site or would all of it have been uh, detonated
0: well, I was told uh, that uh, it would be that they cleared 500 meters either side of the pipeline when they laid it of any unexploded ordnance. No, I'm uh, talking about
1: unexploded ordnance from the planned destruction of the pipeline.
0: Well, y- using unexploded ordnance as to detonate the, the thing. No, would there no, be no. remnants? In, so in
1: other words, whatever whatever they packed the pipeline with, if you follow right. Cy Hirsch's theory, whatever the SEALs yeah. uh, and the CIA packed the pipeline with, did all of it explode or is there still unexploded material down there that they put there last June?
0: Uh, I would say that you're uh, using high grade explosives properly uh boosted it'll probably detonated you know explosives do do age over time that explosives have a shelf life and as they deteriorate come become not necessarily some explosives become more sensitive with age but most explosives become desensitized with age and therefore you have an incomplete or we call low order detonation but this is probably uh, it probably all detonated and it probably was just bulk explosives so there probably wasn't no casing material um you know i've seen pictures of the crater uh on the said from the explosions and uh, it just looks like it was a bulk a lot p for we have a Explosive formulas and T equals pounds of explosives and T and, and T and T when we calculate our explosive for, But in, in some cases P equals plenty. And it looked like in this case, P is plenty. Uh they, they used a lot of explosives. It nothing. It, it's not surgical. This is not a surgical operation. What would be
1: what would be the advantage, if any, of it being surgical?
0: Well, it would. What would be the advantage? You, you can, uh, you can do have the same effect, less amount of explosives. Um, you know, using shape charges and cutting cutting sections of the pipe out.
1: Did, you know, did they putting, try to make know, this look like it was some sort of an accident, or was this obvious? To even the untrained eye That it was an intentional explosion Planned and, and and executed By somebody who had the means to do so
0: Yeah, it appears that the, there was no attempt To hide how it was destroyed You know, using bulk explosives uh, There was no attempt um, So, you know, I really don't know I mean, Got I don't it. only have you that know, uh, I have read about uh, that in the news. You know, I have no inside. You know, what I would like to do, you know, like for example, with pipe, I would go down and cut a section of the pipe where the break is, analyze the break, uh, and do a lot of different testing. And you can take, you know, you can take a sample the, the residue that's on the seaboard, the seabed residue, and determine exactly what explosives it is. You know, let's say it's composition C4, well, we can tell the difference between our American composition C4 and, say, German or Dutch composition C4. They all make composition 4 not just the United States. But chemically, there's things that you can tell about the source origin of the explosives. Who is the manufacturer from the residue? Got
1: it. Got it. And so, Sergeant there. May.
0: I'm sure people are taking samples.
1: People might be hiding the samples. Who knows? Sergeant Major uh, Mike Vining, United States Army, retired explosives expert been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for your expertise and thank you for your time, Sarge. Well, thank you. Of course. More as we get it. Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom.